Welcome everyone to the next episode, episode four of the Ultimate Football Network podcast. And today my guest is Tabrice from the Amateur Footballers Show and the Amateur Football Network on Telegram. Tabrice, we'll start by letting everyone know what you do and how you did it. Hey Barry, I cannot believe hey. I am episode four. I should be episode one. I'm really you annoyed with you, Barry. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, um, my name is Tabrice. Uh, I am the founder and content creator for the amateur football platform. Uh, so um, the, the, I'd say the platforms are kind of divided onto different social media you know, platforms, <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and on each platform, you know, I kind of talk about grassroots football, um, different aspects of kind of grassroots. I talk about my own journey, uh, interviews with players, coaches, managers. Uh, and again, it's just kind of shedding light on the game that we all love. Okay, so how would you, if someone wanted to start into in in uh, in uh, whatever it is you do, so content creation or social media or the video side of things, how would you say they should start? What's the best way? Um, I would I would definitely say um, pick a sport is of okay. So if it's football, you know, um, really kind of you know pick something that you really are passionate about. So you know, I'm kind of passionate about grassroots probably more so than even the elite side of it. Uh, and again, you know, I mean, how, how I started, and this is the absolute truth, I started filming games on my phone and, you know, again, just, you know, just kind of go out there, start kind of filming, you know, filming content. Um, be, be very respectful to like the people around, especially if you don't know uh, the teams. You know, definitely kind of, you know, talk to the managers or players that are there. And again, build that rapport and, you know, be authentic in terms of what you want to do with that footage as well. And you'd be very surprised nowadays how like people will respond to you. When I first started, you know, uh, we're talking five years ago regarding like the platform, seeing a grown man, you know, taking a selfie video, you know, even though it was, you know, it was, it was okay, but you know, you know, it was like young kids that were kind of doing, you know, doing that. It wasn't a grown ass man like myself. Yeah. Uh, you know, literally, you know, I used, to, you know, I used to get looks, uh, probably some smirks, and you know, probably people talking, <laughs> under, you know, underneath <laughs> their breath, which is fine. Again, you know, yes, one hundred percent. Did I feel a um a little bit uncomfortable? One hundred, one hundred percent. But I knew within a minute that person would be literally doing their own thing and you know it's really important for me to kind of capture whatever i needed to capture so again i i i first i started off doing um point of view videos and just kind of recording myself talking about football and talking about how i felt regarding the game if i played um and then that kind of uh as they continued into recording the games that I that I was present at. I mean, I don't know if it was a blessing, but I was injured for, I'd say, um, ma the majority of a season. So that allowed me to actually film the games, and then from there it just grew in terms, you know, in terms of teams contacted me on, on and uh, all 
all of the social media platforms and kind of literally asking me to to, to actually either film their games or do interviews and uh, the platform's grown. But, you know, again, I think going back to your question, it's just about going out there, being passionate about the sport, i.e. football, uh, and, and honestly, just taking out your phone. Your phone is the most powerful device that you actually own. It's not even the fancy cameras that you may see on the Canon website or Sony's. And I know there's other camera makes out there, but honestly, your smartphone is the most powerful uh, marketing tool out there. So use it, distribute the content, uh, and you again, just enjoy creating the content that you love. So you'd say to anyone starting up, take your phone out, use it, upload it to a, your, one of your YouTube's accounts and see what, see what happens from there rather than buying expensive equipment and, you know, paying for membership to expensive, uh, you, social media accounts that you, that you obviously use, uh, video technology or they, they, they promote videos. Don't do it that way. Just do use your own social media and use your own phone and try doing it that way. 100%. I can. I can say, hand on my heart, I failed standing up. I literally, you know, started to take videos, take pictures, didn't really know nothing about hashtags, didn't really kind of know how to film certain games and the certain angles. I mean, you know, it's, it's I mean, it's true, you know, if you, if you kind of speak to, uh, I'd say the management team that I, that I play for, you know, I think um, I was filming a game and uh, I believe the team won about six, six or seven, two, and I missed every single goal. I didn't film, I didn't film any of the goals and uh, I was actually there filming. So, so please work that out. <laughs> but, uh, but honestly, like, you know, um, do not think about, oh, you know what, I need this like type of equipment and, you know, even of course there's you know there's a little bit of research to be done if you're kind of looking to start you know your, your own social media channels but you know honestly just go out there and film and just upload and you know and literally fail standing up that is literally i'd say my kind of biggest pointer to kind of everyone that's listening because you will because like you will find very 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 quickly your audience you will find exactly what people love to talk about you will quickly find your your niche or literally the style of video or pictures or if it's journalism or if it's audio you will literally find your style and once you find that then that's literally when kind of people will gravitate to you okay um that's quite interesting. So, uh, if someone was starting out and they say they, you've got your style and you've got your, your smartphone and you've got your own social media, what would you say would be? What did you find was the best um, social media accounts for what it is that you do, and what advice would you give to someone who's doing something, maybe slightly different? Maybe they're doing I don't know, maybe not doing football. They might be doing athletics or they might be doing something else. What did you find was better a better medium for what you were doing um do you find that your show you host helps you do helps you with your your content 
um, does it promote you in the way that others, if you didn't have a show, wouldn't get promoted? Yeah. So um, when I like first started, I was I was strictly on Instagram, and I was okay. I was kind of very kind of aggressive with it. You know, uh, three or four, even sometimes five posts a day. Okay. And you know, again, I was you know I was like failing up. Um, if you could look at my kind of earlier posts to literally what you see now, you are, you know, hopefully we'll see a progression. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those things where once you, once you kind of find, you know, something that people love to engage with, yes, it, you know, it, it kind of gives you that endorphin hit. So of course you, you, you like now double down or triple down on that particular content. Yeah. which is again a good thing which is a strategic thing um and then the more your channel matures and the moment you like mature as well because again you know i've been doing this for five years so of course you know i've literally matured over time and then you know there are certain videos for me that i know okay you know what it won't find you know my kind of target audience that that literally engaged with me maybe a couple of months ago but this is content that i feel that serves a bigger purpose uh and then of course that's literally when the other platforms started started sprouting out twitter uh and then of course the youtube channel and you know i've kind of always said you know that my youtube channel is is kind of literally my kind of foundation i literally love doing my youtube channels uh and you've and and you kind of touched upon me kind of hosting and presenting hey I, you know my kind of backstory i would never thought even 10 years ago i'd be talking to you or even hosting a show because of my speech impediment my my stutter and i was very kind of conscious about that hence the reason why i was always behind the camera like using using video was was my way to to communicate with like people and now being almost front facing, you know, it's almost like that role reversal now. It's like, you know, people know me as the amateur footballer, even though the amateur footballer is a platform. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, you know, and it's just a great feeling knowing that, you know, um, whatever I'm saying or whatever the panelists are saying, you know, people are resonating with the information. People cannot understand um how kind of people communicate people kind of now i'd say understand over other forms of social media and you know touching on your kind of other question regarding that you know if he was i'd say a writer i would say there's a platform called medium and also linkedin which is great for long-formed written content i know you are you're a, a huge advocate of linkedin yeah uh, and of course there's kind of twitter you know i think twitter is probably the most most purest social media platform because again you know you will get an instant reply you can actually have a full-blown yeah, conversation yeah um, i agree oh, we both use that don't we enough i yeah always use it and i find it far more effective in terms of like comms communication um like you say get instant replies and stuff like that whereas i find that people that use facebook they tend to want to write long posts well the problem with long posts i've found and i think it's it's probably 
uh, been researched somewhere that the longer it is, the more people switch off. Whereas Twitter, because Twitter's limited you to so many words, um, you're actually helping you help. It helps you promote yourself because you can't mm. write any more. You can't write longer words. You can extend the tweets now, but your actual first tweet can only be X amount of. I think it's 140, wasn't it? Characters. Yeah. And I think you can extend your tweet because you can do an extended one, but it's limited it. So it helps you in that communication medium because um, it's easy, isn't it, just to write about yourself and then get carried away. Just carry on writing and writing and writing and writing, which, which people do on Facebook all the time. Um, so I've heard because I'm not really on there much. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know what? You know, to be honest, I mean, you know, I like do have a kind of Facebook page, but, you know, I very rarely use it. But, but again, you know, you've you've kind of literally said like something when like people create videos or create audio or, or like create written written content sometimes they are writing it for themselves yeah. you have to write sometimes for the audience you can have to yeah. connect with your audience sometimes your kind of own journey and your your own experiences yes like you will say i or you know you will you know revert to yourself but also remember as well there's someone that's reading, that's listening, that's watching what you're saying. Uh, and, you know, again, it's it's kind of creating that that kind of um, organic connection, which I kind of believe um, it might be a bit of a, you know, contradiction here, that kind of social media has kind of diluted that kind of human interaction. And, you know, I, I was kind of born into a generation where that kind of, you know, hand-to-eye com combat was so important. Actually going yeah. up to someone and actually shaking someone's hand and actually hearing someone's tone and their facial expressions, that was so important. Uh, and, you know, again, you know, sometimes if we're, if we're on social media and, you know, and like think it's all about ourselves and kind of being self-indulgent, then you know what? You can get lost. It's very important to, to kind of literally have that happy medium and you know, again, kind of speaking to people, calling people, meeting people. And again, that's literally why I love football because it's a team sport. It, it's a, it's a kind of you know, um, it's it's eleven human beings coming coming together as one, and you know, trying to win a game. And again, like when you're filming, you know, um, I've kind of had some great great moments where, you know, I've kind of, you know, I've kind of filmed some kind of epic team talks some great footage purely on the basis that everyone is working as one uh, and again you know that's what people really want to see because again you know football sports in in like general you know people do it well the the majority of people do it to win you know they kind of want to bring success to you know to a club they kind of want to have that sense of belonging after you know a hard day's work or week or week's work you know playing or doing something that takes your mind off whatever troubles that are going on in that week i think people really underestimate the power of sports and the power of football no i totally, totally agree and you know mental health is really important uh at the moment and it's always been important but i mean it's been highlighted as being majorly important in um in our lives and I, I do truly believe in the power of sport and football to help people with mental health 
one of the things I was going to ask you about was your your stutter, and I was going to ask you, um, how did you find growing up, and how did you how do you find now? Um, is there anything people, any advice you can give to people about about having uh, a speech impediment or or similar? What what the, what what's the advice you'd give them? Your nine year old self, for example, what would you what or eight year old self? What advice would you give yourself to? Sometimes, obviously, get through that because obviously at school people can be cruel, um, bullies, etc. Um, what's your advice to to parents or even to children at that age with a speech impediment? So, um, growing up with a stammer, you know, um, it kind of got to I'd say a stage, especially at primary school, where I would preempty my name being called out in the register because I was so nervous. So I would, I would, I would say I was here before the teacher would say my name because cool. my stutter was so bad. And I was, I was like never bullied, te teased. I mean, I don't know if teasing and bullying is the same thing, but you know, I, you know, I was like never constantly bullied. I was teased about it. Um, did it affect me? Yes, it did. However, probably because I was, I was a decent footballer, and you know, I kind of got on with my peers at that time. And again, football was literally like the language that everyone would like want to play. So I, you know, I always got picked. I never used to say anything anyway. And again, this is from primary school, even even at middle school. Um, I don't know if people, I, I, you know, again, I'm kind of showing my age what middle school is. But you know, I used to go to middle school and. I used to go to middle school too, so I understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, do you know there's, a, there's like a lot of people that, that don't know what a middle school is, but hey, you I know. know I know, I know. Is, is, is that an age thing or is it just a location thing? Um, I, thought it was to do with London. I think it's... A, in London, I think, I think they go middle school, but out of London, they don't seem to go middle school. Well, see, I kind of went to middle school when I was in Leeds. So literally, I went to primary school, middle school okay. and high school. So, uh, but I believe I was the last year or the last generation to have a middle school. But I mean, I again, see. I mean, they I, scrapped it. They scrapped it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't yeah, know. I, I, I have to have yeah. a look and see if my old middle school still alive. If it's still there, if it's not, then obviously that's true. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know, let me kind of give a big shout out to St. Matthew's Middle School, one of like the best middle schools around. <laughs> anyway, so, well, um, I, I went so, yeah, to William so, Morris Middle School in Mitchum. I went to William Morris, which is a, which is a good middle school, actually. Yeah, oh, interesting. So, um, so, so, yeah, so, um, I like middle school. I used to get called out of the class in front of everyone saying, you know, uh, I had to kind of go to my speech therapy lessons. Um, so again, you know, during the class, you know, you would, you would hear this, you would hear the sniggers and whatnot. Hey, like it is what it is. Yeah. I went to the speech lessons and probably this is probably what I regret the most, more so than, more so than anything else. I was it. I was in a class of maybe half a dozen, possibly a, a little bit more. And there were people who were older and uh, a bit younger as well. And their speech impediment was, you know, it was really bad. They, you know, they were they were struggling, really, really, really struggling to actually speak. And you know, I thought I was better than them because, you know, my my speech compared to theirs, I was very fluent. So I would, I would. Um, in my head, more so, I would think I was better than them, uh, and it's right. kind of weird just to just to kind of talk about it now because you know I've kind of thought about it a lot of times, and and I've had these conversations with kind of other people, um, and you know that was the wrong attitude, and you know that's the wrong way to to actually you know deal with people 
um, who are who are struggling, or you know, it's the wrong people. You know, I, I would say it's the wrong way to deal with people. Full stop. Uh, and yeah. Um, and yeah, that's kind of something that that I wish I could kind of turn back in time, or or even meet those people right now. Yeah. And say sorry, and you know, they they like may not know who I am, or if they remember. Um, I wouldn't recognize faces, but you know, if like someone said, these are the people that were, that were in, that were in your class, I would say, sorry. Um, and, and I kind of also make it, uh, a point of all, you know, I kind of also wrote an article for the Stammer Society as well. Uh, okay. and you know, and you know, that's on LinkedIn. Um, and I kind of talk about it as a, as a content creator, as like someone that's kind of out there in the in the public domain um so you know i would say my like football definitely kind of helped me um accept my my stammer definitely being a manager as well uh, that's probably one of the worst well it could be one of like the worst roles in football trying to communicate to 11 12 15 players in a game uh, and I was very fortunate, you know, again, to, you know, to actually win competitions and win leagues with the team that I used to manage. And now as a host, you know, again, I would never have thought I'd be doing this 10 years ago, even 15 years ago. Now, you know, so literally what I would say to my nine-year-old self is, is just be you, you know, um, smile and never never doubt your ability never kind of you know um i'd say talk yourself down um never think that you're you're less of a person because you have a stammer what this what the stammer has given me is a better sense of listening because i used to listen a lot i used to listen to to people's conversations and i used to analyze a lot so with me not talking, I used to listen a lot. And, you know, again, um, and I've kind of brought that now into, into, you know, into my adulthood, now kind of into the content that I create. Now I kind of listen, I kind of want to help. I want to help as many people as I can. I want to try and put people in, 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 in opportunities that, that hopefully they will excel in because, you know, I kind of, you know, you know, you know. I kind of listen to, to like what they want to do, uh, and and uh, and yes, creating content every single day, creating content and putting it out there. I still get the butterflies. When I go live every single Sunday, when I go live, it's still the most nerve wracking thing I do. I'm going live to the world. That's true. Go, you know. Um, going and doing keynote speeches at my university. I never thought I could do that um, a couple of years ago. I have another speech coming up at the back end of November, December. I'm crapping myself about it, but I know I have to do it. But, but also as well, I know if I can do it, then anyone else can. I am not, I am not the cleverest tool in the box, but I'm the one that people want to pick up i i can always say that you know i'm the one that's slightly bruised sl slightly battered 
and people will open up the like toolbox and you know look at me as a tool and they'll you know turn me over and think oh you know like a few bumps and scrapes cool i am i am happy to to be that tool i am happy to kind of you know be that person so again you know anyone that's that's struggling with their speech or it could be um eyesight it, you know it could be anything it could be anything trust me and it may say you know it may seem i'm saying this very flippantly but trust me you've got this like if you're passionate about something and you know if you want to succeed and again success is a very broad term whatever you want to do you can do it honestly like i you know i can't i can't say anything more than that whatever you want to do you can do it you know yeah uh, it's it's you know like now like the platform is now recognized as kind of one of like the best platforms in the uk um yeah hey like you know coming coming runners you know literally runner up in you know i know as the kind of best content creator in non-league in the uk i mean i literally cheered as if i won it i actually cheered okay. as if you know and you know literally that is four or five years of pure hard work and again there's been ups there's been downs i've doubted myself 100 do you not think that this is a this is a kind of glossy magazine you know there's been ripped up pages there's been smudges there's been you know um there's been tipex again maybe i'm showing my age now with like tipex but you know <laughs> again you know yeah, you know there's you know there's been like a lot of pages that have been torn out and and you know barry like you know even like we've had conversations most recently about you know um uh, the like things that i'm kind of going through regarding like the platform as well yeah but but as long as you like know what you want to do and again there's nothing wrong to like pivot but as long as you're passionate and you know you have good people around you and you know you literally want to be the driving force you can create whatever content that you want to and again no one that no no tell a lie people are always going to judge you people will always judge you but but like you know what as long as you're happy creating that con content and as long as you know that you're helping as many people as possible then who gives a damn in terms of what other people say long-winded long-winded answer but hopefully i've kind of um answered no, it's everything covered there. it quite i think it's covered it quite nicely um um i'm just going to talk about your show because obviously you you obviously started off with your phone and then you progressed from there you said you used to use uh instagram quite a lot um so now you've moved on to another medium which people use a lot which is youtube so what what made you have the idea for moving from like filming games like for, for club local clubs in your area um to like actually hold hosting a show about vets football how did that come around how did the show come around and the idea for it and how is that um, show now developing in terms of a of a show 
is it still the same format as it was or is it slightly tweaked to something else yeah so um the whole concept of of the kind of youtube show um, was actually during during the first lockdown um, okay. you know before like the lockdown i was um, playing for two teams uh, saturdays and sundays and then in between i'd try and film as much as i possibly could and i again i would you know um probably at then i was probably suffering from a little bit of burnout but i just enjoyed what i what i was doing and i was just kind of and i was just churning on i was just putting out content and you know and i loved it and then when of course when covid hit everything stopped everything shut down i'm like okay how like what am i gonna do now like like what's the what's the first thing i'm you know you know what's the first thing i have to review um and um I would say that like, the first thing I started to think about was doing a podcast and to literally okay. talking to um, managers and coaches. And, you know, again, I just literally found out, okay, you know what? Not like, because I've kind of built up a, I'd say a kind of network, I can probably contact a lot more people quicker on the phone than actually saying, you know, what? I'm going to come and meet you and actually film. So, you know, I would say it was the, it was the kind of um, podcast platform that literally gave me the idea of doing a show on YouTube. And then that's literally when I literally got introduced to um, a software called StreamYard. So StreamYard is literally what I use for for the show right now. Uh, it's it's um, compatible with YouTube. It's a uh, you know, it's a live streaming software. It's absolutely great. You know, it literally, I'd say, gave me that extra bit of energy and, you know, probably gave my channel that rebirth and and that kind of um, Duracell battery, you know, kick up the, you know, ton-ton that, you know, um, that it kind of needed. Yeah. And, and you what, what the show uh, you know originally started from and again we are we are now talking about the the sunday show i was originally doing three shows a week and again don't forget this is wow. this is a, this is during 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 lockdown so you know i had time um and you know again you know i had just crazy amounts of content um and i just didn't you know you know it, i i just enjoyed doing it and of course when when like things were opening back up again I found it a little bit more difficult to to kind of create a schedule and to get people in because of course people work and you know I love going live. The reason why I love going live because there's no editing. <laughs> I think people, <laughs> I think you know, I think people that literally do video production, um, I, they actually know film is not really the issue. It's the post. It's literally doing the editing that can take you twice as long. And you know, if you're spending an hour filming and three hours editing, and then putting so you know, and then putting stuff out there, uh, you know, it's you know, like it is draining. So literally, just kind of creating content, putting it out there live. I just enjoyed that kind of whole feeling. Um, so again, we're like talking when COVID hit, and then up to now, uh, I was doing a show every Thursday and Sunday. And even that for me, you know, you know, me, you know, right now uh, as, as quote unquote, like the, like the second best content creator in the UK in, you know, non-league uh -huh. football, I 
I literally found doing two shows a week very demanding. Um, you know, I wasn't doing the necessary work behind the scenes to 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 literally make sure that I did the promotion well, I did the scheduling well, actually contact the people, making sure that everyone uh, that was on the show knew exactly what the show was going to be about, etc. And literally now I have, um, I say, combined everything that I've, you know, that I've been building this platform to now into just one show a week, which is uh, on a Sunday. Um, it's probably going to go on for about two hours, but within those two hours, we talk about everything. We like talk uh -huh. about the elite game. We can have, have you know, we have banter. Um, we like talk about open age grassroots football. We have the vets as well now. And then sometimes we have ex-professionals that literally come onto the show. And uh, and again, you know, exactly what you said before, or literally something that you talked about regarding um, going like into like the vets football circle or, or community. You know, it's a thriving, you know, football circle. And, you know, players are now getting fitter. And, you know, there is a hub of, of like vets teams, players, managers that that feel that they are forgotten because they're, you know, over a certain age and literally they're yeah. not playing for one of like the better open age teams now. And, you know, I've literally found, like, I mean, I think it was probably even by accident, to be honest, um, you know, that there's just such an amazing community of of like vets that play week in week out people or players that have played against 10 15 years ago that are now you know still still knocking around the circuit hey there's like someone on the panel um you know when like he was talking about his team and then like he mentioned that he played against uh a team that I used to play and I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, I remember you. Oh wow, oh wow, you're you're that defender. So like, it's, you know, like yeah. it's weird how like you know things just go around in full circle. I didn't know of this person, and he didn't know of me. But like, you know, we are still in that community. So you know, it's just weird how like things just go around and go around in full full circle. And and hey, you know what? Yes, I've I've kind of got my I've kind of got my well, I, I think I've got more more by my feet into vets football. I think I'm probably shoulders deep now and you I are absolutely shoulders deep, yeah. Yeah, I, will, I, will, I, I, I will i will come on the show and i will talk about the red card incident on in um open well it was it was an open age it was a grassroots under 14s football uh which happened last week and i will come and talk about the uh the football uh that happened this week with, with uh, mm. another uh, another under under 14s club. oh wow um but the other thing, the last thing I was going to ask you was about the Leeds to London move and how that came around. Mm -hmm. So, um, so Leeds is literally my hometown. I literally love Leeds. I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a northerner. That's literally um... that supports Liverpool. <laughs> oh buzzer man oh dear you're, you're so lucky like you know this is kind of being recorded right now so um so yeah so uh, yeah so i moved from leeds to london um 
the reason is that you know and you know listen i like as i you know as i said before like leeds like leeds has got my heart every time i go back north man i, I literally feel like crying man you know like there's so many memories i i can go back to my to my old stomping grounds the old house and certain things that were going on and but i mean at the time you know um you could just see certain things that were just you know that that were just not really what what a what a young man young boy should be getting involved in or literally seeing um again i don't know again i'm you know i could be showing my age here there was a lot of joy riding um there was like a lot of postcode fighting yeah um you know there was there was just like um like a lot of stuff and hey you know um you know i i you know i'm i'm you know i'm in a very privileged position you know like my parents are you know still like like with us and again you know i kind of you know thank i kind of thank um the heavens above for, for, for like that and you know i had a great up upbringing um but again you know there was just some certain things that you know i just i just knew even even kind of as a kind of uh teenager i you know i i shouldn't really be involved in this and literally making that move at the age of 17, I believe, 17 going on to 18, 17, 18, maybe. Oh, um, to me. making that, yep. Yeah, you know, making that transition from, from Leeds to London. Because, like, again, London at that time was, like, paved with gold, you know. You know, everyone <laughs> used to talk about London. Honestly, it was, it was one of the things oh, where everyone just, you know, you know, it's like, you know, um, it was just one of the things where it's like if you can make it in London, you can make it everywhere, which is yeah. which is kind of kind of true. Um, because uh, again, you know, um, you know, it was just very samey samey. Oh, you know, or you know, it or or it could have just been the, the like network that I had at you know at that present moment in time, and just kind of moving like to London, um, just um, just kind of settling down here and and playing football, and again, I was very 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 blessed to to you know to have actually met like a lot of my friends who i'm still friends now when when i was you know 18 19 and like you know it's still like the silly jokes that you know um that we kind of talk you know um do and talk about and then of course playing playing football and actually meeting me like people within the football community with the football network as well um yes it wasn't easy um but again i kind of knew what was what was best i knew what was best and uh you know and again i would say anyone that's that's kind of really thinking about and again you know like moving is you know moving is one thing but you know if you're yeah. kind of really thinking about a career change if you're thinking about whatever it is a relationship change or even creating content thinking oh you know what i've been pigeonholed in 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 kind of this genre you know what no you've pigeonholed yourself in that genre you can move from whatever industry whatever content that you create into something else now as i've you know you know i've like said i i now talk about you know sometimes the elite side of the game you know i've kind of been on podcasts where you know where i've talked about my beloved liverpool um and you know i i had you know, hang-ups about doing that as well. To you know, because mm. literally, I thought people would just know me as the grassroots guy. You know what? I'm more than a grassroots guy. I'm the kind of content guy and the content producer guy. 
So, yeah. you know, again, you know, um, life is, or like, you know, time doesn't wait for anyone. People will soon forget that you was, you was one thing if you're doing something else. And, you know, I always give the example of Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay is a chef, but I remember watching uh, on a, on a channel, he was a game show presenter. And I'm thinking to myself, huh? If he can change from one, one, um, one like job spec to another, why can't I? <laughs> and, you know, literally that's kind of something that I would definitely kind of give to anyone else that's looking to create content. You know, hey, like, you know, yes, you like may love football, but you may love tennis as well. You, I'm sure you can combine the both. You yeah. know, um, there's try, mm. try, try it, try, try it. it. There's no, try it. trust me, fail standing up. That's exactly what I did, and I will continue to do that. I will fail standing up. So your parents decided to sort of move, or they all decided the family decided to move to London to get away from certain issues in Leeds. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so I moved first. Um, for I moved first as well. Minutes. This is weird because I moved first as well. <laughs> weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then, um, and then like the family followed. Yeah. And, same. You know, it, you know, um, it, you know, again, it was it was one of those things where it's like, you know, if I if I kind of didn't like it, I I could have easily moved moved back. I could have moved to like another city, another town. Um, but yeah, you know, now, you know, I've kind of set up base here. Uh, you know, I kind of love like what I'm doing here. I kind of love the hub of, of again, I'd say like the football hub, the kind of content creation hub. And then, you yeah. know, again, even going back to Leeds or so going back up to Leeds, you know, again, there's, you know, there's a huge football community there. Yeah. There's a kind of yeah. huge sense of belonging and community spirit there. And literally that's what I love because again, as a northerner you know we, you know we <laughs> we love to talk and you know we kind of love to you know interact as much as we possibly can and just having like the best of both worlds where you know i've still got my northern roots and now coming down to london and kind of having that kind of i'd say that i would say at the present you know at like that moment in time that, that that kind of discipline in terms of time doesn't wait for you you know right. and now kind of combining it both now in my uh, advanced years of you know um of my being it, it's you know again it's something that I want to hopefully pass down to not only my kids to my nephews uh, to nieces um, and can also even show like people who are older than me look like as I said before if I can do it and honestly, I'm just a normal guy. I think people just don't understand. I'm just a normal person uh, yeah. that just has a platform. Um, and, and again, yes, it, it's it's kind of going well. But again, um, you know, I just feel like I'm just starting my journey. You know, uh, yes, I do, you know, football content. And 100%, I know that I'm good at it. 100%. I'm not going to, you know, yes, yeah, yeah, modest, but of course, you know, I'm going to give myself um you know like the high five claps because again i literally deserve that 100 and again that's kind of something that i learned from you barry um you know give yourself you know like the kind of recognition as well because again you know um being being consistent and being disciplined to actually do something you know not a lot of people have it 
in this day and age. And hey, you know, who knows what what like stuff I'm going to be doing in the future. I could be doing TV. I could be doing films. I could be doing over like, you know. I hope um, so. I hope so. You know, you know, people stuff. So, so yeah, yeah. no, I'm, you know, um, I'm still learning. And literally, I just want everyone out there just to kind of know, look, like, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just one person that just, again, enjoys what I do and I will continue to do it. Um, yes, do I suffer from burnout sometimes? 100%. Yes, yeah. do I kind of doubt myself? 100%. Yes, do I kind of, you know, look around and, and you kind of like see these like up and coming platforms and think, oh, I wonder what they're doing? 100%. Anyone yeah. that says that they, they, they literally don't look. I'm not saying, but, but they're lying, but they're lying. Um, but, you know, you know, but again, it's kind of very important as well to kind of also take that frustration, um, take whatever disappointment that you may have and, and just try and channel it. And, you know, you know, just be focused on, you know, literally just focus on just today, just focus on today. And then, and then, and then tomorrow, try and like be that, just try and be that extra step better. And again, that extra step better could be just taking two pictures that extra step better could be taking or posting two videos on your Instagram or, or on your TikTok. That extra step could be yeah. DMing someone that you've been admiring from far to see if they'd want to come onto your podcast, to see if they want to come onto, you know, to Stop your YouTube, YouTube channel. Stop me inviting you here. Exactly. 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 You know, um, like you know again you know um you've like been um someone that's kind of come like into my like journey you know recently but again you know your your kind of discipline and uh, and um, your consistency to actually turn up literally made me think okay you know this is someone that i that i like need to be around this is a person that's going to be successful this is a person that okay like Everyone has their you know ups and downs, but he's disciplined and he's kind of consistent with everything that he does. And you know, again, I, I can also believe regarding leveling up your your like network, your kind of content creation network, your friendship network. Because again, sometimes you don't know anything until you move out of a certain area, or literally when you're having different types of conversations. Not saying that the people b before were like bad. But sometimes it's good to be in different circles. So yeah. then, you know, so then you can educate yourself. You can expand your mind. You can actually expand your mind in content creation. I have, I've like taken um, a couple of courses in terms of filming and, and like marketing. Hey, you, you know what? It just opened up my mind into kind of different things. Yes, I have my own style and my kind of own direction in terms of where I think the platform is going to be. But I wouldn't have got there unless I didn't hear someone else's opinion, if I didn't oh. hear someone else's information. So it's very important to, to literally open up the, the like dialogue and literally open up your like network and to kind of really listen and to, and to take in information. Sometimes bad, bad information can actually grow your channel because then you know exactly what not to do. Fail standing sure. up. Definitely. Wow. Thank you very much for coming on our podcast today, Therese. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Not a problem at all. You're very welcome.
Cheers, guys. Hope, hopefully, I'm number one. But like, I know that you said I'm number four. So hey, you know what? I will. I'll be. I'll be happy with number four. We'll try and edit it out. Make you be number one. Nah, nah, no, no, no. You know what? Keep everything in right now. You know, I'm happy at number four, guys. No problem. Cheers, there. Thank you very much.